When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Ooh, girl. Doing good. Um, I mean, today was just like flop after flop. My day like started off real hot by like slipping on some ice and like hitting my head on the concrete oh, and it's no. just been like up here oh my god there. so who knows what's gonna come out of my he- uh, face today my mouth my voice um how drew hard did I- you hit your- <laughs> it hurt uh drew asked me if i had a concussion i said i don't know how am i supposed to know if i, if I have a concussion Oh, my God. Where did you yeah. fall? Just going out to your car? On the streets. So, on the um, streets. On the sue streets. the streets. Sue the whole city. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Because, like, there's been the whole saga about where I can park my car mm-hmm. and where I can't. And I was um, parked in a, in a spot that I wasn't supposed to. And then I moved my car back onto the street because mm-hmm. I said, this is my street. I deserve to park in front of my house. And then... Um, it snowed again, and then I was like, wait, maybe I should probably park where I'm not supposed to be parking again. So then, I, this morning, first thing, I drove my car over there, and on my way back, the universe was punishing me for parking in this space I'm not supposed to be parking in, and I just full-on wiped out. So we're, this is like concussion pod today. Oh my god. It's not, I don't nightmare. have a concussion, as far as I know. Yeah, just do that Fine. thing where, like, have someone shine a light in your eyes and see what happens. Yeah, but now um, my thumbs are burning because I spill, like, I, like, put take, took out, like, I spilled out the pasta water and it splashed and <gasps> it splashed on my hands. Oh, my God. So we're God. not thriving. We're not thriving. You're having a day. Yeah, I'm just, like, 
injuring myself. But how are you? Yikes. Um, I'm good. Uh, my day was not quite as injury filled. Um, I just went about my normal business, didn't leave my house, worked. Uh, that was yeah. pretty much it, honestly. Last yeah. time we spoke, I had watched season one of Stranger Things, or I think I was almost about to get to the finale. Uh, we started season two. Max is the best. I love Max. I love Bob. Those are your Stranger Thing updates. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bob's like Patton Oswald, right? No. Oh. Who is Bob? <laughs> I, okay, this is funny because Bob actually is in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> what the heck? Do you remember Samwise from Lord of the Rings? I don't. Oh, Jessica, why do you think I would Samwise ever watch Gamgee. Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Samwise Gamgee is what? Bob, and he is adorable, Who? and he is Samwise Gamgee. That's the name of the character, not the name of the actor. Just, I don't know oh, the name Bob of the actor. Newby. Bob Newby. Sean Astin. Yes. Why he is, is he not like Patton not Oswald? Patton Oswald. That is not who that is. That's a total... Wow. I, I guess I could see the similarities, because they're like... <laughs> Shorter, maybe a little bit of a belly in a lot of the roles, but in my mind, this what this like you could have like I could have envisioned the entire entire thing as Patton Oswald. I could see him playing that character, to be fair, but no, it's it's Bob and Bob is great. And Bob has a Bob mobile. I love him. I think he's adorable and I'm very happy he's now in the show. Um, so update it. That's my update for Stranger Things. Also, um, everybody had to have heard that killer ass bop that we have at the beginning of our podcast now. Mm -hmm. Um, so Mm -hmm. for those of you who like started listening to this podcast and you're like, what, what are my, what is this magic that my ears are hearing (laughs) is our fabulous theme song. Thank you so much to JD McGuire. Killed it. Nailed it. Slayed it. Um, yeah, exactly what we're looking for. Yeah. So this has been in the works. And um, I mean, I was quite surprised that he made us a whole ass like 90s sitcom theme song. Yes. I was blown away. Um, thrilled, of course. And um, my favorite thing about it is that um, after he presented to us and, you know, I was saying how much I liked it. I mean, it, it touches a little bit on like. 90 uh 90s poof um it it touches on like tw- how 2020 was and mm-hmm. you know like finding like um a golden a golden moment in all the chaos but he said that it were it was written like inspired by how we met in our friendship yes and it's I was so cooked. wholesome the entire yeah. song is so wholesome and I was laughing because I'm like the whole song is like very wholesome and cute and like heartwarming and then you come in here and we're just like Dawson's a fucking asshole like yeah. it's just so the funny juxtaposition to me. is awesome yes. I love it so yeah. much so thank you so much to JD all his thank hard you, work thank you um mm-hmm. you're gonna be hearing it every single time at the beginning of the podcast because we love it so much and oh, also our voices are like a tiny itty bitty part of the theme song. Yeah, I'm <laughs> shocked that all the glasses didn't break as soon as it plays. Um, I yeah, like we sent him like a little like snippet of what both of us were thinking about 
um, the, the last end, line that shit night shit was Tommy. Yes. And he actually like used our sample and I was like, whoa, are you sure you want to do that? But um, he was I like volume was awesome. way, 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 way down on those. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. For me anyway, not a singer, not a singer, never claimed to be. But I we love it so much and we're so happy that we finally we've been waiting for a theme song. We have a theme song now and I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's kismet. It's perfect timing. We're rolling into season two of Boy Meets World like we're taking the world by storm in 2021. We needed a kick ass theme song. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very, very pumped. Very, very appreciative. Um, So thank you so much, JD. Yes. Many, many shout outs to JD. Well, I mean, I'm sure we'll thank him at the end of every podcast as well. But um, if you don't already follow him, he's at JD McGuire on Twitter as well. If you would like to give him a follow. Um, Mm -hmm. He's prolific in the wand off if you are an RHAP fan with his wife, Leah, who we also love. She's wonderful. Um, She wrote one of the lines, which, of course, was the line that I specifically was like, this line was my favorite. And he's like, that's the one that Leah wrote, of course. Yeah, you did that before also when Mm -hmm. um, he like showed us his original concept. You did the same exact thing. You picked out her line and he was like, well, yeah, that's like my better half's line. You're like, Leah and I just share brains sometimes. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, it seems to be so. Um, so yeah, so that's what's going on in our world. And today we are here to talk about uh Dawson's Creek season one, episode eight, Boyfriend. Boyfriend. Which you had like thought, oh, is it I think you had guessed that it was like, are they defining the relationship? Yeah. Um, which apparently I like skipped that step because that like already happened. But like I, don't think I they feel had like- that moment on the show. I think it was no, just like, they- oh, it's this. Yeah, they didn't have the moment on the show. I think that Dawson was just like, yeah, like, you're my girlfriend. I'm your boyfriend. And Jen was like, okay, like, I guess that's what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, de- I think that he definitely took the initiative uh, with 100%. that one. So yeah. not quite. There was some, like, egg surprises going on uh, in this episode. Um, it was, like, <laughs> it was it was bizarre at times. There are, there are so many things that we need to talk about in this episode of like, mm, yeah, clearly. Okay. Um, so let's let's break it down by pairings like we usually do. And if you want, you can choose who we're going to talk about first. Um, we have the Dossie, Dawson Joe. Oh, my God. Dossie. Wow. <laughs> can you imagine if that was like their, their ship name? Dossie. I thought it was. What did we say? Doey. Doey or Dawson. They're Jocelyn. both horrible. Yeah. Um, Dawson like and Doey. Joey. We have yeah. Dawson and Jen plus Billy. I think they all kind of roll together. Um, mm-hmm. Joey and Pacey. And we have Gail and Mitch. Back to the Gail and Mitch drama. Uh, do you want to just get Ga- Gail and Mitch out of the way? Yeah, let's let's toss them all. Like, let's talk about them quickly. They don't they have a pretty minor situation this episode. Yeah. It's basically them yeah. like working out their relationship. They're in therapy. They're trying to figure out how to get along. Um, they're trying yeah. to like it's weird because this like seems like when you're first starting to date somebody and you're like kind of awkward around each other and you're like trying to do activities so that it maybe isn't you're not like just sitting staring at each other in the face and it's so obvious that they're struggling because they like want to include Dawson and everything as like an icebreaker yeah I feel like you know what I like I think okay so basically yeah they're struggling to make conversation um I think that they're kind of putting on an act to make to make Dawson feel like everything is okay. Mm-hmm. But, and that's why they're like, when Dawson's around, they're like extra cheery and extra chatty. To me, it's obvious that Dawson 
obviously hears what happens behind uh, closed doors and knows that they're like not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like they're definitely including Dawson because Dawson's like the perfect buffer. Like that's their son. It's easier for them to um, talk to Dawson. But Dawson is like out of dodge. Like he's doing anything and everything to avoid his parents. And I also think his parents realize that too, because he doesn't want to stick around like that bad energy. They're just giving off vibes. Mm-hmm. You have to yeah. stage that house. Oh my God. Absolutely. And it's so <laughs> funny because yeah. like I did really love the scene though, between Mitch and Dawson later in the episode when Dawson's like getting ready for the party that he's going to and Mitch comes in and we'll talk about his outfit later because it reminded me of have you seen the movie Knives Out no I haven't seen it oh my you okay first of all you need to see that movie mm-hmm. I think you actually really like it it's really good it's really well done yeah. like the cast yeah. is insane um, you know what happened I opted to see that Jennifer Aniston slash Adam Sandler movie instead <laughs> Oh my! And I was like, oh, I like, can't listen. I can't. I, I know it's different, and Knives Out is so much better. Mystery or something. Yeah, like that, I, I think. was like, but why am I gonna watch like the same no. movie? Like right after. I so. will say, to be fair to Murder Mystery, if that's the name, which I think it is, it's like a Netflix original Jennifer Aniston, yeah. Adam Sandler movie. Will and I watched it. We really liked it. We really thought Wasn't it was funny bad. and clever. Yeah. But Knives Out is like was like the movie of the year, and it has like. Uh, Chris Evans but the the thing that the main memorable thing that came out of that movie is the sweater that Chris Evans is wearing in that movie like everybody was talking about this sweater it's like a ribbed like the corded kind of like heavy heavy New England sweater like a cream Mm. color Um, anyway we'll get into it later but Mitch's sweater reminded me of that Um, but I love this scene between Mitch and Dawson because Mitch is basically saying like uh you know, anybody who hasn't been hurt is either very lucky or very lonely. And the trick is kind of getting through it. And I kind of, I really liked that moment of like fatherly son advice. Yeah, this this was interesting. He says, every relation relationship comes with disappointments, insecurity, and pain. And anyone who hasn't been hurt is either lucky or lonely. Mm-hmm. The trick is to get through it by compromise, tears, and I guess scuba lessons, which goes back to what Gail and Mitch do to try to save their relationship or add some spice back into the relationship. The, mm-hmm. um, the therapist suggests that they try a new hobby, which, um, you know, I, I've heard this advice before. So they, what do you think uh, of this advice? Um, I think that, Ultimately, what the goal is, is to find a hobby where both of you are excited to spend some time together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in general, it's good advice. Ultimately, what Mitch lands on is um, when he's talking to Gail uh, towards the end of the episode is that um, perhaps it's not something new that they have to work on. Maybe it's the old stuff and going back to basics. I think that was probably the right move. Um, I, I I mean, I've been in a relationship for um, almost 14 years, uh, crazily enough, even though I'm a young, ripe 31 <laughs> years old. Um, and being in such a long-term relationship, my advice is always that relationships truly are like a roller coaster. You have really great times and really hard times. And if you truly feel like this is your person and you want to 
be have that person be with you forever is is you have to get through you have to push through the hard times and I'm not and that's not for relationships that are abusive or toxic yeah I'm talking about like a relationship um that both parties are you know are good people there's nothing like a big thing that's like in the middle it's just that like relationships are hard and being choosing to be with one person is hard I mean I mean I don't know how you feel but I don't think humans are like made to be monogamous I think that yeah I would generally agree I think it's tricky to yeah if you're around any one person for long enough they're gonna annoy you at times and you're gonna and I mean People do need their own space and their own time to be, you know, you don't want to be codependent, right? Um, I do think that, like, I think that telling them to do something new can be very tricky depending on someone's personality because if it doesn't go well, you're probably going to get frustrated with your partner. Exactly, Um, which is what we saw here because they they got into a little tiff in mid-episode where... Gail felt like he wasn't like sticking close to him, like the you know, scuba instructor instructed mm-hmm. her to. And he was like, it was basically a metaphor in life. It's she's like, well, if you're not going to stay by me, then how am I going to like yeah. be able to survive? And yeah. it's, it's kind of I like, just, and he's like, well, we were in a pool, Gail. We were in yeah. a pool. I think like, it's tricky because like the stuff that ultimately ends up working for them, like the dancing thing, I think it could have been anything. It was more that like Mitch was willing to like do something romantic and be close to her and like show her affection, which good on him because this has not been very long since he found out that like she was having an affair. Mm -hmm. So like to me, this is very soon. If someone breaks my trust for me to like give that back so fully to them right away. I mean, obviously they've had a long marriage and it, not every relationship is the same. Not every person is the same, but like, this was very quick where he was like, okay, I love you and I'm willing to do whatever it takes, yeah. you know? Well, I think that's ultimately what it comes down to if both parties are willing to make it work and want to make it work. I mean, it wasn't working before because yeah. Mitch wasn't willing to make it work be- earlier in the episode. I mean, Gail at one point said, like, when are you going to stop punishing me? Or mm-hmm. I don't know if she said that exactly. But that no, that's I, that's what she said. And he's, when are you going to stop punishing me? And yeah. he basically says that when it stops hurting to like look at you yeah and like can you blame him right like yeah they're both right right like she's like we can't make this work if you punish me forever and Mm -hmm. he's hurt from what what she did so it's it's, yeah they're both right in a way um we obviously want to look at her as the bad guy for what she did but if they're going to make it work he he does have to forgive her to some extent right exactly Um, exactly you can't say that i want to make this work and then like give in zero percent of the effort and just right. make sh- like like make her feel like she has to put in 200 percent of the effort yeah. like if you're going to work through this kind of issue you need both parties fully committed fully mm-hmm. into making it work and fixing the issue and i think going back to basics is good um i did find it a little weird that he was like no like kissing is too much like we have to like take it slow it's like okay but like you're intimately dancing on your porch yeah but kiss it, like one little peck is i don't know too much. I, I i could see his point but they've also been married for so long so it's not like he's kissing a stranger you know like yeah. he's kissed her before yeah i think we need weird. to start a relationship advice podcast i feel like we'd be good at it just kidding that would be bad uh, but i think I it, we know. would be fun you know my relationship advice i'm like a big p if you know what i mean we would need we would need um well that's why i think it would work out right because you would be like oh maybe you need to like be nicer to the person and more forgiving and i'm like dump them (laughs) 
Uh, that would make for a very conflicting podcast. It would. Like, no. That, we would need professional liability if that were to yeah, ever happen. 100% yeah. ruining yeah. people's lives left and right. I know. <laughs> um, I did I did also think it's funny how, like, this conversation between Mitch and Dawson was originally, and, like, Dawson was, like, uh, talking about, like, yeah, it just sucks that the nice guys who get screwed over in relationships all the time... Listen, um, we have another line coming up at the very yeah. like, end that yeah. we need to talk about because I'm like, Dawson. First Dawson. and foremost, before we get into this, and I'm probably going to say this again later, if you have to say that you're the nice guy, guess what, motherfucker? You're not, you're the, not nice the nice guy. guy. You're not, not the nice guy. Nice guys I, don't call themselves nice guys. And nice guys don't call themselves nice guys. So I don't want to hear if you think you're a nice guy for you to say you're a nice guy. That automatically deducts your nice guy points. Don't want to yep. hear about it. Yep. So. Um, okay. I think we should move to Dawson, Jen, and Billy next. Because I think they're the natural next step in this Billy. Saga. So uh, Billy. Billy. Who is Billy? I did not Google him because I'm not allowed to Google. Like, who oh, is this Oh, the dude? actor? Yeah. Um, let me let me look it up. Um, cuz I I don't know. I I he didn't look familiar to me. Um, yeah. but I'm looking him up right now. Billy Conrad is Eon Bailey, E I O N. Bailey. Eon. Oh, e- girl, Eon. He's, I think it's still pronounced Ian. Oh, I know, I know somebody. I know somebody that's spelled the same way. I'm pretty sure it's he calls himself Ian. Which okay, is like so kind of if bullshit. it's Ian, do you know what he's in? He was in Once Upon a Time. I don't know if you watched that. He played August Booth. Uh, um, I watched very it. prominent role. Who? Um, I I mean, I kind of watched. Like the first season, but mm-hmm. I didn't really watch it. After that. I watched like a few seasons, but anyway, yeah. he he had a big role in that. Um, so that's who hmm. that's who Billy is. But Billy comes into town. He's Jen's ex. He basically this entire episode is trying to get Jen back. And like, okay, to me, and we are usually very team Jen on this podcast. We are pro Jen ninety percent of the time, and anti uh-huh. Dawson. You know, ninety yeah. percent of the time. Jen asks Dawson if Billy can stay with him. <laughs> Jen, okay, what kind Jen. of drugs are you on? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jen has high highs and low lows in uh, this episode. So um, basically, Jen sees... So Billy comes into town. Pacey gives him directions. Um, and he goes to the high school. Jen is talking with Dawson, sees Billy... Um, like makes like a quick abrupt like I'll talk to you later Dawson goes right to Billy Dawson stays back and watches them and Billy's like come out with me like talk to me Um, and long story short she goes with him Dawson like follows them and no I think I this is later in the day like it, the timeline was confusing because it seemed like they were like in class and she ditched with Billy and maybe he was just on his way home but you could be right I guess he could follow I don't know I didn't I don't think it was very clear no it wasn't very clear and I think she changed clothes also so I don't know I don't I don't know yeah but um but yeah so (laughs) Jen so basically Billy's like oh I drove like all night from New York um 
Not Which true. makes no sense because it's like three hours. Not true. So he's like, I'm tired. Like, even if you don't want to talk to me, I can't possibly go home today. Um, it's been like a long day. And Jen. So then he's like, if the least you can do is um, is basically tell me like where I can stay, like give me a place to stay. Right. Or like tell so me where I can stay. she thinks that Dawson is the person to let him stay there. And here's the thing, though. She tells Dawson he's like an old friend. No, no, no. He's not. He's an ex-boyfriend. Yeah. But she doesn't. She does yeah. clarify when he's like, is he really just an old friend? And she's like, oh, you already know about him. Which you then know leads him to about know. him. He's the guy that Jen he's got caught guy? having sex with on the yeah. bed. On yeah. her parents' bed. And J- Dawson, you know, does let Billy stay. Which is, in my opinion, like very big on Dawson, I think. Because that's. No, it's because he's like pussy whips like and like he feels like he can't say no he can't say no but I mean he could he he could say no but he won't because yeah. he wants Jen to be happy right yeah so, like, and Jen's like Jen, okay and this is like another lie by Jen because I'm sorry I just she says you now mean 10 times more to me than Billy does I think big that's lie. a lie big lie because here's big the thing if, if you like Dawson 10 times as much as you ever liked Billy you don't waffle back and forth this entire episode on who you want to yep. be with yeah and I'm and, not saying it's not confusing because yeah. maybe it is like maybe you see Billy these old feelings it seems like come they up. didn't even have a proper breakup I also don't understand she's like oh no Billy was the one that treated me the best and it's like if Billy was the one who treated you the best like, I don't want to know what the other guys seem oh, like. Oh, no, because- but we know that the other guys treat her horribly. I think, like, I don't think that there's a proper breakup. I don't think that, like, this was, like, they had any closure. Um, Like, I think that she got, just got, like, whisked away from New York. And, mm-hmm. like, Billy's like, hey, like, I'm I'm here. And she's like, no, I've changed. And she, he's probably like, wait a minute. I thought that we were just, like, you know... I thought we were just on on a break. Um, Yeah, and it's so weird this episode because it's like back and forth a million times. Like first first Jen tells Dawson, oh my God, I like you 10 times more than I ever liked Billy. And then when like the next day when Dawson asks if she's going back with him, she hesitates and says it's complicated, (laughs) but that her feelings for Dawson haven't changed. But Uh then when she goes, when she's alone with Billy and she's like, no, Billy, you need to leave. And he asks for one last kiss. To me, this is crossing a line because if you, if you have, if you've DTR'd with Dawson, if you've defined the relationship, you should not be kissing. I mean, it was just like a peck. Let's be real. Like it was not a full on MO. She pecks him and like pushes him away. Yeah. And she kissed Pacey way more intensely than she kissed Yeah, but for such a young relationship, the fact that she's kissed half the guys that she knows just like says all that it needs. Well, one was a dare. One was a dare. So I don't think that one really. She kissed Pacey twice. Once in the movie, and then she's kissed Pacey probably more than she's kissed Dawson. (laughs) Am I wrong? Can you blame her? Um, but no, like so. Then she gives Billy like one last kiss, and then that's when she goes to the party and finds Dawson, and she apologizes. Mm -hmm. Um, and he immediately is like. Uh, forgives her immediately forgives her oh yeah um, and she's which like I, oh like, Billy which left. I was like kind of like kind of cool with I was like oh Dawson you're actually acting like a normal human being like she was like in the middle of apologizing and he's yeah. just like he just kisses her I'm like oh Dawson like good for you you're yeah, not were acting you like a pussy bitch for once you were surprised that he like was so quick to forgive her yeah that was like that was like you know 
how I think like a confident guy would react if yeah. this wasn't like so convoluted and bullshitty. Well, then it gets crazy to me, right? Because we already uh, get to now the point, it gets crazy. Well, it's it was crazy, but this is even crazier. So then we were to the point where like Jen has told Billy to leave. She thinks he's left, and she's with Dawson at the party, and then Billy shows up. And he's like, oh, that wasn't, you're going to tell me that was a goodbye kiss. That was way more than a goodbye kiss. And then she says she's confused. And I'm like, I know. You told him to leave. She's confused because they're both acting like they have their dicks out and they're having a cockfight. It's ridiculous. Well, then Dawson says the mean line of like, uh, oh, you and everyone else with like who she's kissed or whatever. And I'm yeah. just like, that's rude. well, Billy says she was with me before she even entered your fantasies. And Dawson says you and everybody else. And I wrote dick. dick yeah, dick. he is. A dick. And he goes and then she goes, you know what, Dawson? I may have made some mistakes, but at least I don't live in some fantasy worlds where everyone is so pure. I mean, um, she's. Spot on, Jen. Spot on. Yeah. And then Dawson gives her an ultimatum, like, him or me. Like, what are you going to do? See, is it just me or, like, I don't know. Maybe I'm a, maybe I'm different. But, like, if, if there's even a second where, like, I'm with somebody and they can't decide between me and, like, some other person, like, I'm out. Like, if it's not obvious that it should be me, then, like, I don't need to be in this equation. You two can be together. Like, if, if you're not going to pick me very easily and obviously, then no thanks. I'm good. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I've, thankfully, I've never been in this situation. I would probably just crumble to the ground and yeah. cry my eyes out if I got put into this situation. So such a bad spot. But Dawson's acting like such a dick. I mean, he has been antagonized a lot by Billy throughout this whole uh, entire yeah, process. Think, so I'm not surprised. I think that Dawson is acting pretty reasonable considering the circumstances. Like, he Maybe. has a girlfriend. His ex, his girlfriend's ex-boyfriend comes into mm-hmm. town, stays with him, antagonizes him, calls his, calls his E.T. Um, figurine thingy a stuffed a animal doll. or a, to- a doll yeah. or whatever. And then, like, his girlfriend... It's a collector's item! His girlfriend can't decide between him and this other guy that he just met that's not really Not to mention, him. this dude is literally sleeping in his bedroom. Yes! In his bedroom! In his bedroom! What the actual fuck? And, and he doesn't even know this guy. Doesn't know this guy. And he had to tell his parents, and I guess ask his parents, because Mitch knows about it, and he's like, where's, like, your roommate Billy? Yeah. And he... And it's ridiculous. Like you legit told your parents the situation, and your parents were like, yep. "Yeah, let Gen X come in, no problem." Like, and this is not damaging to your self esteem at all, kid. And then he finds out that his girlfriend, who just came to a party and said she wants to be with him, also kissed him goodbye. Like, I just yeah. think if I'm Dawson, like I'm probably having a bit more of a fit than he even did. Um, and then yeah. he's so just like. Uh, I don't even know what to say about his infatuation with Jen because he sees her on the dock after after Billy finally leaves. And this is when he calls himself, for someone who views himself as a tragically nice guy, I spend a lot of time apologizing. I mean, I think that's all you have to say. I mean, truly, sincerely, you, Dawson, are just not a nice guy. I think that you just have to let that go. Yeah. If you're calling yourself a nice guy, then you're just not a nice guy. And it's okay. Like, not, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, like, 
when I say that I'm a nice girl, like not necessarily am I a good person? I sure hope to think so. I, but- I say the same thing about myself. Like I am, I would clarify and say like generally I'm a good person. Does that mean I'm always nice? No, not at all. And you're human. Like that's the thing, Dawson. Like you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be like Prince Charming. You're not supposed right. to be like a perfect person or a perfect boyfriend or the perfect romantic partner you're a teenager yes. um and it's okay to be a teenager um i can't get over that line that's like my favorite line of dawson's creek uh where he's like i'm a teenager it's so funny yeah he loves to say that um yeah and like this is the part where i know i've like ripped on jen a bit But, like, I do like that she takes this opportunity to, like, she's like, you know what? I need to break up with you. You know, I I Mm -hmm. always pour myself into a relationship. Yeah. I need to, like, be by myself, which I I think is admirable. You know, she recognizes that it's, you know, she needs to find herself. And she's she's doing the same thing she did in New York. Um, And obviously Dawson is very unhappy about this. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think this was great. I mean, I think, like. Once again, she is only 16. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like never been single. She's never been independent. She like really needs this me time to find true happiness within herself. So um, breaking up with Billy and Dawson was the best thing. Like she even says like she's never even like spent a Saturday night alone. Like mm-hmm. that's what she needs. But Dawson does not like this. And then he just goes, God, this was Every any any like, you know, any crap that like Dawson like um, may have like gained sympathy or whatever, like any ounce like totally got lost for me in this interaction. So he's like his whiny bitch boy says, you can't just make me fall for you in the bail as soon as I and then he gets interrupted. Mm -hmm. She goes like then she's like, oh, like, oh, my God, this whole thing where she's like. I'll miss you every day. I'll regret my decision. Just yeah. shut up. Um, <laughs> like, she's like, just like, you know, one day I'm going to come back to you and you're going to say, like, um, sorry, I found somebody else. And then Dawson goes into this whole fucking this spiel. Is, by Jesus the way, this Christ. is my sassy saying. OK, of the week. so then we'll. I'll save it then. Yeah, I know it's um, like a paragraph, but I was like, this has to be the no, one. No, no, that's a great one. Generate like it was just the stupidest thing I've ever heard, and he's just like such a stupid idiot. Um, and he leaves. Jen's left there looking sad, but you know what? Good for Jen for not being like, no way. Like, let's talk this out. Like, they need to just part. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's been what we've been saying for the last eight episodes. Like. Jen needs her own time to just like be her. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. need it, it's not necessarily even Dawson, you know? Like maybe maybe it's like, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, um the feelings for somebody is like um 50%, but the other 50% is timing. Like maybe if they're in their best selves and their best mind states, like maybe they would be able to work out just fine. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Cliff. It doesn't matter if it's Dawson or Billy. Like she needs to be alone. She's 16. Yeah. She needs to just like have me time, be single, go on dates with different people, and you know, just be a kid. Like, I don't know, go to the freaking football game and like a yeah. pep rally or go like to a dance go to, and single. Go to your school dance. Yeah. Single. Meet and other like, people have friends. Also, can we just stop down for like a single second and talk about how fucking funny it was when Grant 
Oh, no, Cliff. Sorry. Cliff asks Dawson, <laughs> um, oh, have you seen Jen? I was going to invite her to a barbecue. Oh, you can come too. Also, do yeah. you know if Jen has a boyfriend? And he's like, I'm her boyfriend. <laughs> uh, and he's like, so oh. Funny. He's like, oh, good, good for you, I guess. It was so um, funny. I was like, oh, my gosh, what a punch to the gut. You know what I mean? Like, to not, I know, not even know. I know. Because... Because I'm sure nobody sees that in school. Like, she yeah. does not look that into him. No, I agree. I think I that agree. she got herself in the situation that, like, he really likes her. And, you know, like we said last week, she, mm-hmm. like, he makes her feel safe. Um, she's the type of girl that likes to be in relationships, likes to have, like, a knight in shining, shining armor type of figure. Um mm-hmm being there to protect her or really be her companion. Like, Joey doesn't need that in life because she's always had to, like, rough it out on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Jen, and it's fine. I'm that type of girl. Like, I'm not, like, saying that's a bad thing for Jen. I'm saying it's, like, something that Jen and I both have to learn about is that we don't need guys and we're perfectly cool on our own. Yeah. Are you surprised that they broke up this early? I mean, we're eight episodes into season one. Are you surprised that they're broken up right now? Yeah, like I think that um, I think I am like I think it's kind of a bold choice by Dawson and his creek to come (laughs) to this decision uh, to break up their like star relationship so soon. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that we see that that often in this kind of teen trope of, you know, he got the girl really quickly and he lost the girl really quickly. It's refreshing. I think it's what both characters need. I think that maybe they'll be more um, tolerable single. I mean, I'm at least assuming I, I think there's going to be a couple of episodes where we get like whiny Dawson. But then again, I said the same thing about Pacey. I was like, oh, yeah, Pacey's like not the type of guy to like jump from girl to girl and be girl crazy when like he broke with Tamara. Mm-hmm. And like Pacey's like forgotten about Tammy, like Tammy yeah. who never, I mean, I never think, heard of Tammy before in my life. I think Pacey's a lot more, a lot better of a character without Tamara in the picture, honestly. Yeah. But so I'm hoping that Dawson. Dawson um, improves without uh, having Jen. But I think we're going to have a couple of episodes where yeah. we have like whiny breakup Dawson. Uh, he's going to get those pints of Ben and Jerry Chunky Monkey. Uh, he has his whole, uh, yes. his whole freezer filled. Breakup routine. Well, oh, yeah. He's probably got the breakup movies going. Someone who isn't going to be upset about the Dawson-Jen breakup is our next pairing of Joey and Dawson. Joey Dawson. Um, yeah, this this was like based because we had the last episode be the the Breakfast Club inspired episode where they're all in detention. I think it was only natural that we kind of get to the point and and also the like the baby isn't sleeping, which I thought was like a fun inclusion in this episode. So Joey's getting absolutely no sleep at all. She's trying to study for Spanish. Um, mm-hmm. she is she I can I, I feel for her because she's again in the situation where Dawson comes to her for advice because he doesn't know what to do. Like, does he kick Billy out? No, he can't kick Billy out because then Billy wins. But if he keeps Billy in his room, then he's going to be frustrated with Billy. Like Joey's like, your problems aren't original. It'll all blow over. She's exhausted. <gasps> she's, and she's still, still dealing with Dawson's the, problems. The giant bag. They did a good job with the makeup under her eyes. Um, I think that, uh, you know, she basically Joey is like, this is all going to blow over and you have nothing to worry about. I think this was some masterful saboteur work 
from Joey. She's like, yes, let's just sweep this under the rug. Can you imagine if she calls Billy? She calls Billy and is like, um, I Mr. heard Jen Smooth. wants to get back together with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's the master manipulator. She probably was like, went to Billy, was like, guess where Jen is right now? She's by the river at the bridge. You'll never guess. Like, Joey's probably maneuvering the whole entire thing. Um, but yeah, so she was definitely pleased with this whole thing. Um, and gives some like pretty shitty advice. Uh, she, yeah, but basically she was like, your relationship problems are like not that serious. Like he is, uh, I don't know. He's just being, he's just being a whiny baby. Um, yeah, and he and then he like, you know, she like reassures him, tells him to relax, all blow over. He's like, you're the best. And he just like runs off and like slams the door because he is not courteous at all. And yeah. the baby, the baby cries. So thanks, yeah. Dawson, for nothing. Yeah. And she so she ends up at this party because she knows he's going to be there. Um, He shows up and is going to go get her a drink. He says, oh, one drink and we'll like go hit the video store. And she's yeah. like so excited about this yeah. because she I knows think, he's coming alone. Yeah. I think that this interaction is um between Pacey no not Pacey gosh Joey and Dawson is a glimpse into what their relationship was pre-gen so they had their like little like cynical jokes where they're like yeah making fun of the cheerleader and the jock and you know saying like you know everyone's so lame and you know let's just get out of here and go to the video store and rent like a shitty movie and I think that this is like we finally see like what it looked like before Jen came into the picture. Like we're like, well, what does this friendship look like? I didn't get it. Still don't really get it. But this is, I think, as close as we're going to get. Yeah, to this is exactly what, what their friendship like. was. Like they don't mm-hmm. go out much. They stay in. They watch movies. They banter. Um, and then basically he he ditches her because Jen arrives like we talked about earlier. This is so questionable to me because so he ditches her to go with Jen on the beach right yeah she finds out because Fabio looking guy with an earring and a pinky ring shows up with a drink for her and you think that this looks like Fabio I say that this is like a broke ass fake Dawson long hair Dawson long yes, hair buff like, Dawson I think that this is why she was into him he was no, like oh like Dawson has a this is not on. Dawson he's not awkward he's not a movie buff he's trying to get no. her drunk to no, and like looks, make out with her and looks yeah 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 and and my problem is that this this goes down she takes the drink from him literal minutes later she's drunk as a skunk like literally oh, minutes later. I know. I did. I was like, oh, she's like a lightweight. Like I was like, how fast does she get this drunk? This is like this 10 is minutes. problematic. This is problematic. So yeah. you think that he uh, slipped something in the drink? Oh, I don't know. But like, I'm just saying maybe. I'm just saying like it's insane how quickly she gets drunk because it's moments that he walks away and all of a sudden she's drunk because then as soon as she's a Jen and Dawson are like on the beach, Billy, they have the altercation with Billy and that's when Joey's on the beach. So I guess we can kind of loop in the the pacey of it all because mm-hmm. all of these stories kind of intertwine once they're at this party where Pacey yeah, so- is the one who like, he's mm-hmm. the one who tells Joey that 
Dawson's going to be at a party and he's going to be alone. And I know you're a little secret plan that you're super happy that Jen's ex is here and you yeah. should come to the party. He He's like... He totally is the one who, like, goes to the restaurant and is yep. like, come on, it'll be fun. Like, great for Pacey I'll, right here. I'll tell you why. Because Pacey uh, found one of Joey's, like, 30 notebooks that she, like, is having a hard time keeping track of all of her little notebooks. And this notebook, it says, plans on how to split up Joey, I mean, Jen and Dawson and, like, all of her ideas. Just, like, her... Uh, her witty sayings notebook and her like different words for uh, masturbating notebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so this note, I'm joking, obviously, but um, so yeah. So he tells her that there's a party, gets her to come. Um, he's like excited that she's coming, and like you know, he's like being a good friend, like. I mean, kind of like he like makes fun of her at the video store yeah, but about that's, that's their relationship. Like they, yeah. their relationship is like a series of insults thrown back yeah. and forth. Like right. Like, like little little jabs. But mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of their thing. They have that sense of humor in common right. with each other. Um, so, um, you know, they're at the party like, you know, Pacey's like scoping out girls. Joey's like, good luck with that. It's never going to happen. And yeah, so what happens is that Pacey's actually being a good friend and is keeping an eye on Fabio lookalike um, and is, you know, saying like, you know, keep away from her or like, you know, she like, let's go, Joey. And Joey is like, no, like, I'm totally fine. And like, they're on the beach and like. Pacey is watching Joey with this dude getting a little like handsy. He's getting with each very other. handsy. And yeah. the guy's like, come on, Joey, we're leaving. And the Fabio lookalike attempts to punch Pacey. He yeah. dodges it and punches the guy. Obviously hurts yeah. his hand. And yeah. then freaking Joey goes, stumbles, falls on the ground. Dawson comes yeah. over to help her. And she's like, oh, Dawson, you're my hero. And Pacey's oh, like, gosh. the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he does. I saw that look. So then yeah. they Dawson and Pacey bring Joey home. Yeah, they sneak her in. Did you ever have to do this? Like sneak mm-hmm. into your house like drunk no. as a skunk and not be no. found? Me neither. Mm-hmm. I don't think not so. Not that cool. No, we just like drank in our rooms quietly. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say I didn't really drink a ton when I was under the age. And when I did, it was like at a friend's house. We stayed in their room and we just drank like... um yeah. What are those things that people like hide places? Uh, ice, those ice things. Smirnoff ice. Smirnoff ice. We drink those yeah. in my friend's yeah. room. And you got iced. Uh, that was before that was a thing, I think. You or know what? Like, we my friends, like, brought, like, gin over. Oh, and gin's God. nasty as fuck. Yeah. yeah what I the know. fuck? That's did, what like, my the friend liked. Drinks. Oh, my God. That's what God. my friend liked. I don't know what, like, and that was, like, I was like, this is nasty. No, that is and nasty. And then, like, we found tequila, and that was, like, a little oh less God. nasty. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so, um, yeah, so Dawson Dawson puts, like, Joey to bed, basically, while Pacey's trying to keep the baby quiet once by Once again, doing... Pacey's being useful and being a yep. good friend, because he, like, her main concern was, like, don't wake up the baby, yep. don't, like... Bodie and, and Bessie. And he knows that the baby loves the English patient, so he's just, like, reciting that to the baby. Because so he funny. listens to Joey. Exactly. He listens to her. Exactly. What a and novel so, concept. Um, Dawson is putting Joey to sleep. He says, oh, if you ever need me, I'll be here for 
or no, wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever need me, I'll be here for you. She, of course, pulls him in for a kiss, passes the F out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, then then they, Pacey and Dawson are in a boat heading back over towards Dawson's house. And pa- like, I, this is why I really like Pacey. And I think like you'll see, like I think the him and Tamara storyline is really bad for his no, character. I've, I've already turned around. Well, yeah, because this is like, this is why people like Pacey. And it's because he's like, dude, are you a fucking idiot? Like your head is, <laughs> you're so stupid. Pacey or yeah. Joey is obviously in love with you. She's yeah. her head in the clouds, 100% percent ass backwards in love with you and Mm -hmm. we're sitting here talking about your quote-unquote friend joey when you're having girl problems do you see what's going on and dawson's like oh that's not what love is oh my god oh my god okay so yeah this is like so freaking annoying because like dawson's just like oh my gosh like joey was like so like out of it man like she was so wasted like she was like flopping around she gave me a kiss and like pacey's like and he, um, oh my, like this is significant that she gave you. And he's like, no, she was just like out of it. And he's like, no, like you, like she's like one hundred percent in love with you. Like, why can't you see that? Like, why don't you see that? This mm-hmm. is like serious. And he's like, no, like Joey and I just have like this relationship where we like read each other's minds and know what we're gonna say, and we're like always there for each other. Oh, <laughs> that's like, not a relationship, you dumb list, fuck. Like, yeah, list all the reasons why like a real solid relationship is like a good relationship. I can't. Not that they would have a good relationship. And and um and he's like yeah but that's just friendship like what jen and i have is love and it's new and it's unknown and he's like there's a difference between friendship and love pacey and um and so ridiculous like he's like pacey's like yo bro like are you sure you know the difference yeah and dawson's like you don't know what you're talking about it's like you don't know what you're talking about you don't know anything so what do you think okay because we're now to the point where dawson is single jen is single joey's single does dawson get back together what happens first dawson gets back together with jen dawson gets together with joey or are they all single for the rest of the season oh god i just want what do i think is going to happen yeah what do you think is going to happen oh god um I do think we're going to have some time with like Sad Dawson. Unfortunately, he's probably going to try to get back with Jen. Okay. Um, I think that what's more likely going to happen is um, Joey is going to like maybe there will be um, some attempt at something between Dawson and Joey. But I I mean, if we're talking about predictions, like I feel like I know where this where the natural thing is like. Um, and we we got a question um, on our Twitter mm-hmm. where somebody asked us like Tom, I think it was Tom Palmer. Palmer. Tom Palmer was asked us or said to us, ignoring all the trash dots and stuff. What do y'all think of the pasty Joey scenes? So I think that this is what we're setting up. I think that there's going to be instances ongoing where Pacey's actually a good friend to Joey, a good support system to Joey. They're starting to form like a good foundation of what could be a good relationship. And we're going to get like Joey still obsessed with Dawson. And it's going to get to a point where Pacey's like says to Dawson, like, 
you don't know like Joey the way I know Joey. Mm-hmm. Like you don't like take care of her. Like your relationship is not it's like genuine. It's like and he's gonna even probably say to Joey, like, he doesn't like you the way that I do. Yeah. Like he's not here for you the way that I am. Yeah. And I think that this is kind of the direction we're going. Yeah, I, think I could that see these like- I I think like and I'm not spoiling anything for the future but I think even now in this episode alone you see that like Joey she's had a tough life right like she can be very serious and snarky and cynical and Dawson who has had a very easy life but whatever he also can be dark and serious and cynical and so like those two together kind of just bring each other down whereas Pacey he's much more like he's outgoing he wants to do things like he's fun he's Mm -hmm. energetic like he can kind of like challenges uh Joey yes you know what I mean yeah and I think that he's like a better intellectual equal to Joey where he's just like I don't know like they have like a little tit for tat but I think that this is where we're going like what do I think about these scenes I think that it sucks that Joey like thinks that Dawson like really saved her in that moment where Mm -hmm. it's clear that like Pacey took the lead and all Dawson did was like run over to that side of the beach and Mm -hmm. you see Pacey being like what the fuck like I like hello what am I chop liver yeah Um, I think that Pacey was actually like is like he says that he doesn't take an active interest in Joey's life but I don't think that's true like I think that he's watching from afar and he said later on to to Dawson like I we've been friends for like I think he said three years um and I've seen like what's been going down and I see he can see from an outsider's perspective like we've talked about how like observant Jen is and Joey is but Pacey is the only one who's truly on the outside of this triangle and so he can see it for what it is he can see that Joey's madly in love with Dawson and that Dawson only sees her as a friend or if he sees more than that he's really not letting on or doesn't see that he sees it or see that he thinks it um and so we have Pacey being kind of the one who sees all knows all he's like omniscient and mm-hmm. is the only one who can really talk sense into anybody um yeah. but yeah no I think I think that's fun I think it's fun to keep an eye on those all of those dynamics going forward I think now we're into the territory of like anything can happen everybody's single right. who's gonna yeah. hook up next you know I, I mean I just want like new people I don't want them to be so incestual I will say eventually like, we will get each other we will get new people eventually um yeah if I had to guess I think it's season two but this is a shorter season yeah. than most so um that's fine I, I think, think it's only like 16 think- episodes is that true? I'm double checking right now, but uh, I don't think that's 13. True, my 13. Oh, this is only 13 episodes? It's a short season. And most Sis, seasons are like 20 something. I had yeah. no idea. I've been going through this whole entire thing, being like, yeah, like we're only like halfway through. No, it's a but, short one. Um, or like we're not even halfway through, but we like are literally half th- halfway through the season. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Holy crap. Um, Okay, so that kind of changes like my perspective on some things because I'm like, well, like we have plenty of time to sort some of this stuff out. No, no, because this season's very short. Yeah. Um, Oh, wow. I had no clue. Do we want to get into the notable 90s song and our sassy saying before we go into feedback? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just like no question what this the notable song of the week yeah, is. At the least minute, for me. the minute that I heard it, I was like, Blink one eighty two. It's so damn it by Blink one eighty two. Yeah, yeah uh, in the, the party, party scene. I mean, this is like such a nineties song. This is like every single like movie that was in the nineties and early two thousands, like a party movie, like an American Pie yeah. or like anything like that had this song in it. Like this is like the song of um, a party soundtrack. Like any like, you know, college type of movie had this song. Yeah. And I love I love Blink-182. I think Blink-182 is such a great band to put on when you just want to like dance or like when you're on a road trip or something. Like I just feel mm-hmm. like Blink-182 is such a good band for that. And it obviously speaks so much to the 90s. It's so good. Um, so yeah. that was an obvious pick this week. It was still very exciting hearing this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The minute I heard Care to Come, I was like, <gasps> like I got very excited. Go. I know. Yes. Um, and I already hinted at my sassy saying of the week earlier. It was, uh, it's the conversation between Jen and Dawson. And it was when basically when Dawson just goes all in on Jen, he says, uh, somebody, she's saying, oh, you'll find somebody else. And he says, somebody who appreciates me, somebody who doesn't blow into town with her dysfunctional past to play mind games with the boy next door. Somebody who is capable of a healthy, committed relationship and unfortunately somebody nothing like you <laughs> fuck I love you it. how I does love jen it. not look straight in her uh his face and just go fuck you you're yeah. the lamest fuck i've ever seen your dick is limp and you suck at kissing <laughs> and you cry after you have sex and you cry <laughs> how is that not what she says i, I would just be like you know what mm-hmm. pacey's a better kisser than you and Billy's a better kisser than you. And everybody that I've ever looked at is a better everything than you. Yeah. So go fuck off. I, how does she control. not say? She has she, control. I, I don't know. Good for her. Yeah. I mean. What was, um, what was your sassy saying of the week? I have two short ones. One okay. from Joey. She said in the scene where she was sabotaging um, Dawson and Jen's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um Dawson, I hate to break it to you, but your problems aren't that original. And yes. I feel like that just is like soul crushing for Dawson. She's good with the one liners for sure. She is. Yeah. She does a monologue, which is no. good. Um, and then later on at the party, Pacey asks Joey, um, how do I look? And Joey says, like a uh, before picture in an ad for Geek Remover. <laughs> Sick burn, Joey. <laughs> She's so good. I love yeah. that. That's so good. Um, Sick oh God, burn love, by Joey. Uh, Joey. <laughs> she, awesome. she really got him. She did. Um, do we have any feedback for the week? Yeah, we do. So um, we had like a couple of people being like, this was like kind of a weird episode. <laughs> I liked yeah. it. I really liked it. I think it was just the aspect that. Um, that Billy stayed in his bedroom oh, for like that's weird. three days, and like Joey was, I mean, and um Dawson was like okay with that kind, mm-hmm. like he wasn't okay with it, but he was like, it I happens. mean, this is what we're doing, yeah. like. We're, and then um, I, you know, we're all tickled by the whole correspondence between the ET doll, um, <laughs> but it's not a doll. Mm-hmm. It's a collector's item. And it's then a stuffed animal for sure, though. We have our beautiful, uh, thoughtful email from Stefan. Um, and he goes, hey, ladies, I hope the subject of the line was not confusing or sent to spam. 
just has done that before. What does that mean? So uh, he's sent in feedback for community building. And for some reason, sometimes it will go into like, you know, uh, Gmail, for those who don't use Gmail, organizes it into like primary, social and promotions. And for some reason, it sent his email to promotions once and I, I completely missed it. <gasps> I know. The level of disrespect. I know. He like writes his email so thoughtfully for I it to know. not be read. <laughs> Okay, whatever. Okay, Joey. Oh, we didn't even talk about this. And this, I love this. So in the beginning of the episode, Dawson's like clicking through the channels and he like comes across like the pay-per-view like scrambled sex. Yeah, it's all scrambled though. Yeah. And like he's like this lame dude. I don't know if he was expecting Joey and that's why he didn't stay on it. But like, I mean, what kind of 15 year old boy scrolls through the channels, sees a porn channel, says, you know, this is not for me and goes to classic movies. What a loser. Okay. I mean, it was so, quite scrambled. Like, what was he going to see? It's the you don't need to see. You oh, can you just hear, need to hear it. and use your imagination. Okay. So, All right. Stefan says Joey almost walked in on Dawson masturbating. Nah, very not cool, Joey. Very not cool. Like their friendship isn't awkward enough. Um, I mean, wh- I mean, what would Joey even do? I don't know. I think she would just leave. I think she'd be like, oh. <laughs> Okay, now Joey's the queen of creeping. Um, so I can just imagine like little Joey's like eyes and forehead like peeking the at window. the window, and she's like, Ugh, and then she runs. Yeah, she's like standing outside the window. She hears like some awkward noises, and she just books mm-hmm. it out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that that's what Joey does. Yes. Um, he continues. Uh, Eon, ba- um, Eon, Ian Bailey is in this. Awesome. Uh, I d- we don't know who this is. That's the. G- I told you. That's the guy he's in. Once upon I a know, time. I know. But why does Stefan Listen, think? Maybe he watched Once Upon a Time. Maybe he watched okay. some other stuff. The guy. Let me in. Know, let me know why you think Ian Bailey is cool to be in this. Yeah. Um, the scene with Pacey and Joey in the video store is fantastic. Update: All their scenes are fantastic. So, um. Yeah, so this this dynamic between this blossoming dynamic between Pacey and Joey, mm-hmm. I think it started with Joey, you know, going up to Pacey after the whole rumor came out. Yeah, that's kind of where, yeah, because yeah. they've always kind of had like an antagonistic relationship with one another. And mm-hmm. I think that was like the first time she reached out in like a very serious, mm-hmm. meaningful, genuine way. Yeah. And I and think he's like, starting to feel comfortable with yeah, her. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited to see where they go. Yeah. Um, I get that questioning your relationship when an ex returns is a real thing, but come on, Jen, I know. Yeah. Um, we we said we said something similar. I just think like she waffled back and forth too many times for my liking personally. Uh-huh. He agrees that the only answer for our notable 90s song in this episode is damn it. So yes. um was very exciting to hear it. Um I don't know what it says about our culture, but girl taking from a, dr- a drink from a stranger is scary as fuck. Um I I don't like I, even I remember in college like the few college like frat parties that I went to like I was not taking drinks from anybody uh, no. partially because I don't like beer and um yeah. that's what they offered at frat parties but also because you just don't take 
drinks from somebody that you no. don't know. That's Even like that's recently. a rule. Like you, you don't take yeah. drinks from people, and you also um, always don't. You don't leave your drink anywhere. You bring your drink everywhere. Exactly. And yeah. uh, did you uh, do you remember? I think it was after we graduated college. There was a girl who had invented like a nail polish. Yeah, where I heard if you that. like dunked it in the drink, it would change color if it had been like if the drink had been like altered in any way genius um, that's that, genius it is truly genius i mean it's sad that it's a thing that should have to exist at all um but i mean that's that's a sad fact of that people get that's roofied and, and yeah. drugged all the time and yeah yeah um no bad on bad on joey uh i mean bad on that guy if you fucking drugged her but also yeah jo- joey shouldn't be taking drinks from strangers <laughs> no no that was definitely a bad move mm-hmm. um Stefan also liked the you and everybody else lines. So he said classic Dawson. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dawson is such a flop. Um, maybe I should stop watching so much TV movies. They seem to make Dawson stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well. And then um, he says about Jen and Dawson, they broke up. Awesome. Maybe now they can grow as characters a little bit more. Pacey has been great since he and his 35-year-old teacher broke up. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly how we're feeling. Um, Mm -hmm. You're like the third person in the room. That's how we feel. Like, I think that they both, like, all the characters need to grow. They all need some alone time. You don't need a boyfriend all the time when you're 16. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree completely. Just be with your friends. Like, you have your whole entire life to date. Yeah, and just be go married. hang out. Go to parties. Go, go have fun. Go to parties. Have fun. Mm-hmm. But, like, but when I was 16, I was like, I need a boyfriend. Like, well, that's I how need everybody to be with feels. Somebody. Like, yeah. I mean, not everybody, but that's how I felt. A lot too. of people. Yeah. So, I so. mean, as much of my, as I'm like, yeah, like, obviously, it'll be better if you spend some alone time. I definitely did. You know what? I, but, like, I couldn't get anybody when I was 16. So I was, like, <laughs> like I was, like, hopping around on, like, fucking RuneScape, like, making, like, pies and, like, being, like, yeah. hey, like, can I make you some armor in exchange? Will you go on an online date with me? Yeah. Like, that was basically what I had to... I, partially joking but that's basically what i was up to when i was 16 so sad yeah. sad i'm sure you had plenty of boyfriends no i had one i i had one boyfriend and until at, i was like 21 at but starting to date at when 16 that's a long time i know i almost we we got engaged and then i was like mm, no <laughs> mm, i don't no. think so no. Thanks, but no thanks. No, I'm good. But yeah. Well, uh, no, mm-hmm. I didn't have like tons and tons of boyfriends. I'm I'm a pretty monogamous person, honestly. Um, you are. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Why is this so awkward? Are we That's having like an, Are we having saying. an issue like Dawson? Oh, no. And... I don't think he listens to this. That would be funny. That would be very funny. But no, I don't think he listens to this. Oh, that guy? No. Um, Wait, that guy. Well, there's, I don't guy. think it's that guy. You're thinking of a different guy. Okay. This is fun for the listeners. <laughs> they have no fucking clue what we're talking about. You know what time it is? Fashion hour? Fashion hour, please. Fashion for the love of God. Hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. This week uh let's talk some Rachel green award if you're new here i don't know why you'd be jumping in on this episode but if you're new here uh we talk 
fashion, uh, Rachel Green Award is for the most 90s outfit of the episode. First nominee is none other than Miss Gale. Uh, Gale is, and this is her very, like the very beginning of the episode. She's wearing an all black kind of pantsuit. Whew, those shoulder pads are out of control. And she does have kind of like a Rachel Green haircut as well. Mm-hmm. The turtleneck I'm a big fan of. It's like, I don't know if it's like, it's a grayish, I guess is what I would call it. Uh-huh. Um, she's in a pantsuit. She is ready to go to work, ready to have an awkward conversation with Mitch over breakfast. Yeah. Um, I The thing that really like gets me going is this turtleneck. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the aesthetic and... Her hair is flouncy. Her pantsuit is uh, rocking it. I like this look. I think that she is going to look really nice in her news reporting segment today. Yeah, I like I like that she dresses in black a lot. I think it's a good. I mean, I think black is a good color for a lot of people, but I, I like yeah. it's very sleek. Um, yeah. Next up, like this gave me such Chandler Bing uh, friends vibes. Um, we have Dawson Leary. Oh, my gosh. This is yeah. his school outfit. Has to wear a khaki because what else would he wear? Black socks, brown loafers. Like, he looks like he's going to work at a professional <laughs> office. But he's wearing yeah. he's wearing a blue button down. It kind of looks like denim-y. Um, and then over top of that, the piece de resistance, we have the sweater vest, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We have a uh, kind of cut in half, the bottom half being like a navy or a black with some stripes, some red and green stripes down the center and more of a green, sagey, taupey color on the top. Um, wow, this outfit, Dawson. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the saddest thing is that Jen complimented him on this vest which it's like I think Jen, she secretly hated it I think that she secretly hates Dawson um <laughs> I like this outfit is like not cute for a 16 year old boy mm-hmm. like he looks like he's getting ready to go to work for his job to sell paper like well, that's what I'm saying is, like like Chandler Bing and friends wear yeah. this, wears this exact same outfit out, excuse me outfit and he is like 10 years Dawson's senior so what yeah, are you Dawson, doing, Dawson doesn't wear like age appropriate clothing no he really truly doesn't um, um yeah. I mean I kind of hate this outfit like this is not cute I mean no I think wonder he has no friends also can we just admonish him for the black socks with the brown loafers please like, you're not supposed to do that. But then again, but then again, white, like what kind of socks? White socks? No, no socks. No socks, right? Um. Well, I don't think we're in that area yet because he's not wearing like a tapered pant where it's like tight to the ankle. I think a brown sock. Who has brown socks? I don't know. Men? I've never seen Listen, a brown sock. I don't sock. know. I don't, don't, I don't know men's fashion. I'm just saying I hate it. At least it's not too. Maybe socks. you are supposed to wear black socks with brown loafers. I don't know because a white sock is just okay. going to look gross. People who dress in men's clothing or know men's fashion, please let us know what the correct thing to do. I think the correct thing is to burn this outfit. That's what I think the correct <laughs> thing to do is. I think the correct thing to do is wear no socks, but that's not what the 90s does. That is not like the they, 90s. That, yeah. That's not like a 90s look. That would be like an ankle pant where it's like tapered at the ankle. Right? Like it comes in at the ankle. That's I guess so. I guess so. I don't like that look either personally, but. Um, no sock and no sock. No look. one can, no one can make Well, maybe happy. don't, 
maybe don't wear brown loafers. Don't wear brown loafers and don't wear khakis. Problem solved. Why are you wearing loafers when you're 15 years old? Wear yes. a fucking Nike, you psychopath. Thank you. Thank you. Next up, we have Jen. I had to choose this outfit simply because of the sweater. So she's wearing just like a normal average mom jean, like a light wash, high-waisted jean. Um, Underneath the sweater is just like a black camisole. Her hair looks normal, you know, normal earrings, normal flat-ironed hair with like a curl at the end, whatever, whatever. Like a lip gloss probably. But the sweater is really the kicker for me. It is a cardigan that has like three buttons down the center, but it's open at the top and it has these embroidered flowers on it and I'm like this Mm -hmm. is someone I I have seen this sweater a million times in the 90s yeah there's some embellishments on the sweater what are the are there flowers you say I thought they were flowers again not HD um no that's what I thought they were they looked like little pieces of holly almost hmm yeah definitely like an embellished sweater it's like a little cropped like only one of the or two of these buttons are buttoned. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I do like this outfit. I think that she looks cute. Um, her hair is her normal straight and flippy and floppy. Um, yes. Side, no middle part for her right here. Um, no, no. Uh, so our winner today um, I think that Miss Gale is my winner because I like the turtleneck. I think the hair is like really doing it for me in terms of like 90s um, and the shoulder pads, of course. Uh, Jen, I think, is a close second, but mm-hmm. I it's like I need to see the shoe. You know, we have issues with this show really loves to have close ups. So I can't see the full outfit. That drives me a little bit insane. I think if I had to guess, she's wearing that same type of black boot that we've seen her rock uh-huh. with jeans before. That's what I think. Because she was wearing those earlier in the episode. I believe that's mm. probably what she's wearing here as well. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong to give it to Gail? No, I like Gail's outfit 100%. I feel like it's just like she's just like vibing today. No, I like it. I agree with you. I think Gail's outfit's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, on to the Paul Red Certificate of Timelessness. This is for the outfit that we deem the most timeless um, that could be worn at any time. Uh, first up, I don't know what I'm saying, but first up, <laughs> we have Mr. Pacey Witter. Um, this was the outfit in which Billy nearly ran him over. Uh, he starts out the episode in this outfit. I love the sweatshirt he's wearing. I don't know why. It's so I wanna, cozy. I want to buy one for Will. It's very New England cozy. It is like a mixture of like a sweatshirt and a coat. It's unzipped. Yeah. It has a lot of pockets, but it looks very heavy duty and warm. But I also feel like it looks kind of more sleek than a normal sweatshirt would look. Yes. Um, yeah. I appreciate that about it. That's what I, that's re- the reason why I picked this one. His other, the other parts of his outfit are fine. It's just like a, a beigey taupe. Um, shirt with a white stripe in the center, white horizontal stripe in the center. I could be wrong, but it appeared to me that he's wearing brown corduroy pants. I don't know. It looks like it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like kind of sad that they were corduroys because I was like, they're really not timeless. Like I could definitely place corduroys firmly in the 90s. But (gasps) the sweater. Age appropriate. Age appropriate. This is an age appropriate 
outfit it is. though. This is a hundred percent an age appropriate outfit. He's using yep. like a Jansport backpack. It looks to be hair. Again, the hair looks pretty timeless as well. I mean, I could see somebody having that haircut nowadays. Um, maybe yeah. a little bit more product in it. But yeah, overall, I think this this is a timeless outfit. What do you think? I think so too. No, I think so too. I mean, I can totally see somebody wearing this today, maybe just with the jean. Then I would say absolutely so. Yes. Um, I mean the shirt, the the shirt underneath the sweatshirt doesn't look too far off from like a champion sweatshirt, uh, which is you know very in right now. So I think that this is like a a good school look for him yeah just wish if he was wearing a jean i would say that it was a a great outfit for pacey but it is and much much nicer of an outfit than uh the shit that we saw from dawson earlier yes absolutely definitely more age appropriate than what we saw from dawson yeah. Um, up next, we have a, a repeat. We have um, Jen making an appearance in the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness category. Um, tough to see the bottoms on this outfit. Again, they really like their close-ups, but I really liked her sweater. It's kind of like a rusty burnt orange color a bit more muted than than a burnt orange Mm -hmm. um very like cozy looking sweater yeah she has her signature black backpack purse on everyday hairstyle when we did get close-ups I thought her makeup was particularly timeless because it's a very fresh young look minimal almost like a I'm not wearing makeup but like really she is and she has like a nice gloss on I believe she's wearing like a dark brown trouser if I had to guess from what we can see of it yeah it looks like that um this sweater I love this sweater um I love the color too and I don't really like this type of I don't like orange honestly but this is like is either a um it's either a cashmere sweater a mohair sweater or what's the fab uh, the the fabric that starts with an a that like the little bunnies it's like the little bunny sweater you know what I mean I have no it's idea made, we're talking about made from bunnies, bunnies. whatever um sorry doesn't matter um, but it's like fuzzy. It's like a fuzzy yes. sweater. I, I like it looks fuzzy. Yeah. Like it looks like if you have like flyaways on your hair, but it's a sweater. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I love oh, the God. verbal descriptions we're giving for fuzzy. Like, you know, like, you know, that fuzzy bunny sweater. Um, it's a yes. little bit orange bunnies. Uh, God. Um, I'm just like, I just. I, I don't just know what it is. Know just what that let the fabric listeners is. tell us what it is. Maybe the listeners will. Okay, listeners. It starts with an A, and I'm just like spacing. I'm just thinking ascot, but I know that's not what it is because that's like a little like neckerchief thing. <laughs> Listen, I, I just I just want to know. It's not a fabric. It's like um like a hide. Okay, whatever, whatever. I still have no idea. Leave me alone. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, over um, it, over it. Yes. So moving on to our final pick for Paul Rudd's certificate of timelessness. I did mention this a bit earlier. I think this is a darker, less expensive version of the Chris Evans sweater in Knives Out. But this is Mitch Leary. Uh, This is the part of the episode where he has the conversation with Dawson. Um, He's wearing like a light wash denim. Um, His undershirt is like a navy color. And his sweater, it's like a taupey... 
um, t- like taupey brown color and it's mm-hmm. really like heavy looking and it has um, it's an, a pullover and it has like four kind of brass um, expensive looking buttons at the top mm. um, looks well worn I, I really like this yeah um, yeah like he's like fully being his zaddy self mm-hmm. like like mm. this outfit a lot um, this is like such like a dad outfit but stylish she's wearing a like a really nice wash of denim um i like this this like he's wearing like a little like purple shirt underneath yeah i like this a lot his hair looks really good this is very 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 timeless um i think that he looks great and uh honestly i think that he has to be the winner Oh, wow. So that makes the husband and wife duo the winners. Yeah, look at that. Um, I was thinking of the word Angora earlier. I never would have been able to tell you that. So yeah, Angora. It's either. okay. well, whatever. I don't care what the sweater is anymore. Um, It lost. So, yeah. So congratulations to Mitch and Gail. I approve of both picks. I think they're both wonderful. Um. Great job. I, I liked a lot of the outfits this episode. I thought they, they had a great... I did, uh, too. I felt like there's a lot of options as well. Like, we didn't even talk about, like, Billy. We didn't talk about Joey Yeah, that I much. had a tough time narrowing it down, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I did almost didn't want to put Jen in both categories, but I thought both her outfits were very worthy of it. No, I like that sweater a lot. Yeah, yeah I'm so it kind of did. it kind of had to be included. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, I think they everybody was worthy. I think it was a good episode for fashion. Um, yeah, great picks. Do we want to? So next episode, we're talking season two, episode nine. The title is Road Trip. Would you like to make any Road guesses? Trip? Oh, gosh. Um, I can only imagine if the four of them have to go on a road trip. That will be <laughs> the worst road trip of all time. So mm-hmm. that's my guess. Like they have to go. Maybe they have to go back and pick up some stuff that. Jen left in New York and they wound up all going on a road trip together for whatever ungodly reason, which I don't think like I don't think any of them drive. So I don't really know how that's going to happen. But that is my guess. They all have to go on a road trip together and um, hilarity ensues or lovely whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, we're, let's see. What do we have to plug this week? So. We, yes, go ahead. Oh, so um, today on Thursday, our friends at BG World Fever, Boy Meets World Fever, um, which is another Boy Meets World podcast, um, released the episode of My Date with the President's Daughter that we had recorded with them. So, um, like I said, that's Boy Meets World Fever. Go check it out. Um, listen to us talk about that iconic Betsy Johnson dress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we love talking about like old uh, decom or like wonderful world of Disney movies that we assume holds up but never do. So um, yes. we had a lot of fun that. with that. Definitely give that a listen. Chance and Cameron were so nice. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun talking Disney with them. So definitely go give that a listen. Yeah. Um, besides that, if you haven't listened to our coverage of um, or our episode of pilot season with Michael J. Clark covering um, my so-called life, uh, definitely talk. Uh, check that out or listen to us talk about You've Got Mail, which was one of our bonus podcasts for the month of mm-hmm. February. Definitely check that out. Um 
if all goes well, we have another bonus podcast for Feb. Um, so should I, should I tease it? Yeah. Tease, tease. Okay. So, um, my one of my favorite movies is Clueless. I've I don't know if I've said it so much on this podcast, but I say it all the time in my real life. So, for our second episode of uh, Rom Com Feb, still trying to make that happen, um, we are going to be covering Clueless with Chappelle, which um, more than thrilled to welcome him back and talk about Clueless. I think it's going to be like a really fun time. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. This is all pending. Okay, weather in Texas. If you've been looking at anything on the news lately, you'll know they've got some really bad snowstorms and a lot of people are without power and heat and a lot of crazy stuff happening down there. So if all goes well, if not, we will definitely get it on the books at some point. Um, But obviously keep everybody in Texas in your thoughts because that's like absolutely insane what's going on down there. Yeah, I I did want to mention that like as much as we, you know, love to joke about Dawson's Creek and Boyne's World and all this nonsense. Um, anyone that's listening from Tecla- Texas or Oklahoma, um, my heart is out to you. Um, I hope that you're warm and safe and um, okay. I hope that, you know, you guys get through this really soon. Um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of, of all of you. Yeah, we I don't like snow. And we live in the Northeast. So I can only imagine living in a state that never gets snowed, isn't prepared for it, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't have the resources dedicated to it. Uh, must be yeah. very difficult. So everybody stay safe and warm. Um, and obviously, we will be back next time. Season one, episode eight of Dawson's Creek. Uh, we talked about it called Road Trip. Special thank you to J.D. McGuire, who created our theme song for us. Um, and we will catch everybody next time. Bye, guys. Shit 90 shows start.